0: to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom
1: Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time to tune in today. Pretty much a standard show for you
0: today. We'll recap last week's bomb-proof trebles. Unfortunately we were just one away uh, wolves looking at you. Uh, yeah, but, looking uh, at you yeah, bloody old close. gold. <laughs> we'll recap that. Properly later on in the show, give you this week's bomb proof travels. I feel like we're already doing a lot better than last week because one, we're recording this on time. And it'll go out on Wednesday, which we like to do anyway. And two, yeah. we're catching pods for all the games this week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Last week, last week was a, uh, it was, it was a peculiar time to be a, uh, to be a follower of the podcast. So yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't know if anyone who listened last week for the first time is listening again this week. To be honest, didn't have odds. We had a joint treble, yeah nightmare. But back to normal this week. Back to what we do best. So uh, fingers crossed we can get some winners and yeah, as Tom mentioned, plenty of uh, prices to choose from, which is which is lovely.
0: So let's start with the Premier League. Then we'll pick out our best bits from every league as usual. Um, Friday night, Liverpool Huddersfield, Liverpool one to fourteen. Surely there's not going to be an upset here. I think 1 to 14 is a ridiculous price, but you could have 1 to 114. And I still think Liverpool would win. It's not going to make any difference. Unbackable either way.
1: Yeah, absolutely unbackable. Uh, Really good opportunity, though, for uh, Liverpool to uh, wrestle back top spot should Man City get something out of the United Derby um, and kind of put pressure back on. Man City because they don't play till Sunday, which we'll get on. We'll get on to. So uh, yeah, great opportunity for Liverpool. I uh, I would be absolutely amazed if anything happened other than a three four 0 win.
0: Yeah, me too. Saturday then we start yeah. with Tottenham West Ham twelve thirty. Anything that you like the look of here? I think for me Spurs should win. Uh the
1: two to five though to get yeah, the victory. Five. So, it's a tight price. My God, two to five after squeaking past Brighton in uh, in midweek and uh, losing to Man City and losing to Man City in the Champions League, even though they went through. Um, so just one win in the last three games. Um, two to five. No, I just don't trust them enough. There's always something missing with Tottenham. Always something missing. Um, and yeah, for me... Uh, I'm I'm same as you. Don't think Spurs are backable. Not at that price. Get out of here.
0: No, not at the price, but I think they'll win. The The price has come from the fact that Spurs have played four at the new stadium. They've won to nil in all four games. And West Ham haven't won an away game since the 27th of December. So they're on a really yeah. poor run away from home. So that's, I think, why the price mm-hmm. is what it is. Um,
1: yeah. Which, so, which makes yeah. sense. It's just... Not something that we're interested in.
0: No, that's right. So the three o'clocks, so we've got four: Palace, Everton, Fulham, Cardiff, Southampton, Bournemouth, Watford, Wolves. Anything take your fancy on the face of those?
1: Oof. <laughs> some tough ones in there, to be honest. There, there, are. Some, there, there are. Some, There's some tough ones to go through. Um, Fulham Cardiff's an interesting one. I, it's a loose tip, but I'm actually going to go the way of Cardiff. Mm. I'm actually going to go the way of Cardiff. Um, just been having a look at, obviously, Fulham have beaten Everton uh, 2-0 at home. Followed that up with a 1-0 win at Bournemouth. Um, but I think when it really matters, and against teams that are in or around them, Cardiff have, have delivered, by and large, in these big games. Yeah. And uh, we showed with they showed that two match days ago. So forget the fact they lost two nil at home to Liverpool. Warnock won't give a monkeys about that. He'll he'll be bothered about that huge crunch game away at Brighton when they won two 0 I think this obviously means more to Cardiff. And although I wouldn't be you know I wouldn't be saying this is an absolute certainty. If I had to choose a side, honestly, I just feel like Cardiff get the job done when the pressure's on. 2-1 to one for yeah. the away side. It's worth a little outsider, in my opinion.
0: I think it's fantastic value. I really do. Yeah. Um, like for all the reasons you've said. And, you know, if you look at Cardiff's recent results, the last five games, they've only won one. They've lost four. But um, I think there's a lot of very creditable defeats there. So they lost to Chelsea. They've lost 2-0 to Man City. Uh, lost two 0 to Liverpool, so no disgrace in any of those. They've they've not been battered, they've not been blown away. They've, you know, more no. than held their own against these top sides. Um, then yeah, that's just and the-,
1: the Chelsea, the Chelsea goal as well, Tom. Remember, yeah, absolute country mile offside. So that could have been a creditable yeah. draw there. Yeah,
0: and then you've only really got the two nil defeat to Burnley, which is disappointing. But again. If you ask Neil Warnock and a lot of Cardiff fans, I'm sure they'll say a lot of refereeing decisions went against them. They had a penalty, then it was overturned and all that stuff. And then you've got the victory against Brighton. So, yeah, I think for me, Cardiff, like you've mentioned, great value.
1: Yeah. And it honestly, if you said to Neil Warnock, you're going to be three points off, three games to go. One of those games is against bottom of the league. Would you take that start of the season? He would snap your hand off. Yeah. <laughs> he would rip it off. A huge game as well uh, for Cardiff. Another reason, uh, whilst we're talking about fixtures, they've got Fulham away, so hugely winnable game. Palace at home, hugely winnable game again. Uh, you know, uh, obviously slightly tougher. Then they're away at United on the final day. And who knows what United might need for the for the uh, top four. So massively important Cardiff get something out of the next two games. They need four points minimum.
0: If you do fancy a little bit more security, we know you like the safety belt of the double chance. Cardiff mm-hmm. to win or draw is one to two. And even that is, is good value for me.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good value for sure. Put that in a nice little accumulator. That will, uh, that will look nice and tasty, that for sure. Agreed. Um
0: So the others. Anything for you? Oh,
1: it's, it's not a nice bunch to pick from, really, is no. it? Uh, no. I have one more. I have one more. It's in the Palace Everton game. Um, I think you're going to get both teams to score here. Yeah? Um, yeah. I think you've got two teams that are nice and safe. Um, it's three to four as well. Palace largely better on the road, granted. Uh, But most penalties in the league, Milivojevic has got 12 league goals, 10 of which from the spot. Zaha, finally, almost in double figures. Then they've got Schluck, Townsend, Batshuayi, who's been pretty disappointing. Benteke, finally, (laughs) finally scored um, at the weekend. And you've got an Everton side who with uh, Rashalison and Sigurdsson, both on 13 goals each. I didn't really realize how many they'd both got. That's very creditable. For, uh, for those pair, and um, I think this will be a nice 8th against 12th, you know, kind of let's enta- entertain the fans, no pressure kind of game. I think 3-4, to four, both teams to score here, is a really, really good price. Really good no, price.
0: No, not for me. Not for me. You're
1: not joking.
0: Me. I don't trust everything. For the last like four or five weeks, I'm sure we've championed both teams to score in the Everton game right if you look at their recent results they beat Chelsea 2-0 during that game yeah. we are going oh that'll be both teams to score surely especially with Everton leading you'd think oh Chelsea will get a goal they don't when they are playing Arsenal winning 1-0 you think oh Arsenal will get a goal they don't when they're beating Man U 4-0 you'd think at some point in that game Man will get a goal they don't conversely when they're away at Fulham and losing 2-0, you think, oh, Everton will get a goal, it's only Fulham, they're crapping, crap at the back. They don't, they lose 2 nil again. The last five games have been both teams to score no, and it's it's all games where you think, you know, in a logical
1: world, both teams would score, but it just doesn't
0: seem to be happening. So, I'm not going anywhere near it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you put up a valid point. You do put up a valid point. However, I just think it would be both teams to score <laughs> I just, I just think it will be. Um, I yeah, I just think it will be Joe you know White. It reminded me of this game. Reminds me of um, uh, West Ham Leicester, two mm. two. No one really cared. Uh, lots of attacking play. Not not some not great defending, and just basically a day out for the fans. That's why I think this will be. But anyway, Tom disagrees. And uh, that's okay. That's okay, mate.
0: <laughs> um, Is there anything you fancy in the Brighton-Newcastle game at 5.30? Brighton, obviously, Jesus. this is like do or die, isn't it, for Brighton, really? They are <laughs> three points ahead of Cardiff. If they can get a victory here, they go six points ahead, depending on Cardiff's result. But with their goal difference being 13 better than Cardiff's, you know, it's almost like another point. So, I think yeah. if Brighton can win this game, they should be safe. Because um, Cardiff would need six Yeah, but they six, won't. Well, they need seven points. No, no, they're crap. They're crap. <laughs>
1: they're rubbish, but mate. They're that's... not going to win.
0: So, so, why are they priced at six to five? Newcastle are five to two. And that, for me, represents fantastic value. Five to two for mate, Newcastle.
1: Against a team that hasn't scored for seven games. The reason
0: you're getting six to five, such short odds for Brighton, is because people are obviously betting, thinking, oh, they've got to get a result here. They've got to win. But, uh, you know, they can't hit the back of their net. And you cannot put your money on a team that's not scored for, what was it, seven games? My God.
1: Seven games, yeah. But if you, honestly, honestly, if you put any money on Brighton, you're an absolute fool. At that price, anyway. You know, I didn't watch the game live. I, I never. I'll never lie and say that I did, but I watch a match of the day like the average football fan. Newcastle looks so so fluid yeah. at the moment. Iosie Perez is is uh, obviously coming off the back of a hat trick. Rondon has has been great all season. Uh, they've they've got creativity in midfield. Almiron is is destined to be a good player. He's going to get his first goal very very soon, and they just look. Do you know what they look like, Tom. They look like a team that's safe. They do. Yeah. They look like a team that's safe, kind of pressures off, go out there, win a couple games, play attacking football, enjoy yourself. All the pressure's going to be on Brighton. And me, Yeah, I'm with you. 5-2, to two, Newcastle. 100% taking that. Double chance, draw Newcastle, 7-10. to 10. Love it. Leicester, yeah. Arsenal.
0: For me, this one looks like, but it's got both teams to score it and all over it. It really yep. does. Um, the price for that one is 9 to 20. So the bookies do agree. Um, but Arsenal need to win to keep alive their top four hopes. Leicester, I guess, need to win if they want to have any chance of getting seventh position. So I can see an entertaining game. Two teams who are kind of much better going forward than, than they are at the back. And uh, especially in the case of Leicester, a lot of their games recently have. Seen both teams to
1: score as well. Four of the yeah. last six
0: have. I think there's always chances to get at both sides defensively.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think Leicester, apart from us Forest fans, I think Leicester are becoming everyone's kind of kind of neutral favourite, aren't they? Lots yeah. of young attacking English players. They're really nice to watch. Got some very exciting players. Tillemans, lots of class in midfield. Um, yeah, so... Really enjoying watching Leicester, despite it being Leicester right now. And uh, yeah, Arsenal, all the onus is on them. And they finally broke that away day hoodoo, didn't they, with that freak goal um, away at Watford. So interesting to see where they uh, where they take that because they uh, went to Napoli and uh, got a victory when they uh, didn't even really need to. They just needed to uh, shut the game out. So interesting to see if we can go to Leicester. Not sure I trust. A result market. I, I'm with you. Both teams to score. I think is best Agreed. bet here.
0: Burnley City, City one to seven. The thing is, we're we're recording this. Uh, we haven't seen the Manchester derby, so you will be listening to this, and a lot a lot of you will will know the result from that game. Um, yeah, we've got no idea what the implications are going to be on the title race. So, but you know, taking this game. On its own, on its merits, City one to seven should should get a comfortable win here.
1: Yep, yeah, should get a win. Um, Sean Dyche obviously barring an absolute miracle um, that Burnley are safe, almost mathematically safe. One more point will do it. So, yeah, I mean, kind of a bit of a free hit for Burnley. Uh, the, I can see them causing Man City a few problems, but ultimately. City are going to go on and win. I think the disappointment of the Champions League has really sharpened the focus, and it for the uh, for the Prem. So, yeah, uh, that's that. And then Man City. Uh, then sorry, then Man United, home to Chelsea. Obviously, as Tom says, don't know the result of the Manchester Derby at time of recording. I expect it to go towards the blue side, to be honest. And um, this could be two wounded animals. <laughs> Going uh, going against each other for uh for fourth place. And do you know who I think the biggest winner of this is gonna be? Arsenal. Arsenal and Tottenham. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think Arsenal away at Leicester, Tottenham home to West Ham. Winnable games, Chelsea United playing each other. I could see a, a draw, to be honest, again, uh with these two. Neither of them really spark much enthusiasm in me, and yeah, I think they uh Tottenham Arsenal could be sewing up the uh, the third and fourth spot, Spurs in third, Arsenal probably in fourth, Chelsea falling to fifth, United in sixth, as ever, which is becoming kind of their new thing, isn't it, really?
0: Yeah, Uh, I think you're right. I think I'd go for a draw as well, if I had to pick a result, and you'd think Chelsea have probably got one eye on the Europa League semi-final against Frankfurt coming next week, so... The Thursday after this game on the Sunday, Uh, they go away in Germany for the first leg. So, yeah, I'm thinking it's probably going to be their best chance of getting the Champions League for next season, winning the Europa League. So,
1: Yeah, yeah, we've seen it before, haven't we? We've seen it before with Chelsea and with United even. So uh, just a couple of omens that swing it towards a red persuasion. Um, United have only lost one game at home all season and they haven't lost to Chelsea in the last five encounters at Old Trafford. So, a couple of okay. little omens to think about there.
0: Yeah. Right then, um, let's look at the Championship then, shall we?
1: Yes, let's take it away. Uh, this is now, this is, there's squeaky bomb time and then there's this. My God, <laughs> two games to go. Um, pff, Leeds. Let's talk about Leeds, Tom, before we get oh, on to oh. any kind of games absolute bottle jobs.
0: Well, that leads us nicely, I think, to the first thing that I like for this game. Aston Villa, who have won a club record ten games in a row, are priced at four to one to beat Leeds. Is that a joke?
1: It's so tasty it's literally knife? it's literally because Leeds are at home. Leeds are 7-10. to 10. Just coming off the back of um, back-to-back defeats to Wigan and Brentford, get out of here.
0: Three defeats in the last five. You can chuck in the, uh, the loss to Birmingham away is that, in there as well. But um, yeah, it's the home defeat to Wigan when they were leading 1-0 and Wigan have 10 men. To throw mm. that away is absolutely criminal. Absolutely criminal. If Leeds aren't on their A game, I can see Villa just ripping them apart. I really can. I think Villa are going to win this game. Four to one is an absolute gift.
1: Yeah, it's a gift, and do you know what? It it will kind of. I could see everything going up in flames for Leeds, and I say yeah. that with a chuckle because you know we all hate Leeds, but I could honestly see it all just exploding on them. <laughs> I yeah. really could. I could see the fact that. Um, it's going to kind of lead me on nicely to uh, just talking about Sheffield United. I think the fact that Leeds knowing Sheffield United in second in, in the driving seat have got bottom of the league, Ipswich town at home. Yeah. And any slip up from Leeds, surely Sheffield United, who by the way are one to six. So don't get too excited. Um, obviously, you know, gigantic favourites to win that game. Knowing that, you know, and they it could all be sealed, and they're going to fall into the playoffs, and they're going to have. There's always a team in there that goes into the playoffs on a canter, which seems to be Villa, and there's always a team that goes in with a limp, and that's Leeds, and it. it, I could see it all just exploding.
0: Yeah, well, for me, if uh, if Sheffield United win this weekend, then they're up. You know, never mind what the by the time Leeds play Villa, that's on the Sunday. Sheffield United play Ipswich on the Saturday. Um, So Sheffield could be six points ahead if they win and with a goal difference of at least 11 better than Leeds. So you can't see Leeds getting six points from their final two games and overturning at least an 11 point swinging goal difference.
1: No way no way it, yeah it's it will basically be done and uh yeah that's that's why we both think that uh villa will capitalize villa obviously very much on the up let's talk about um a couple of others that we've got here um i'm going to actually um tip west brom not something that i thought i would be doing to be honest um not not a huge fan of west brom this season they've obviously yeah. been largely inconsistent Um, At home, they are largely better than they are away. Um, It is very marginal, though. They are playing against a Rotherham side that has really struggled on the road. Rotherham, bless them, they blew a huge chance. A huge chance. They will feel sick. They had Birmingham City at home in a really winnable game, knowing that they've got West Brom away, and playoff candidates Middlesbrough in the next two that was the game. And I think, unfortunately, that's going to confirm Rotherham's relegation. Um, they're travelling to the Hawthorns needing three points. West Brom priced at four to seven. They they have let us down in the past, but ultimately I think they're going to have too much. Uh, they are uh, unbeaten in the last three, winning two of them. And uh, unfortunately, I think uh, there's going to be a little bit of negativity around Rotherham and a bit of a feeling that they they blew it and i think west brom are going to stick the knife in to be honest yeah
0: yeah completely agree i can see that one happening as well um one final one for me in the championship i think you're going to get brentford to win away at bolton um like huddersfield in the premier league you know it's whoever plays bolton in the championship i always fancy to get the victory uh, brentford are 7 to 10 for the win bolton are confirmed as relegated, uh, they've lost five in a row, they're in no sort of form whatsoever, they're going down with a whimper, uh, Brentford on the back of that victory over Leeds, as we've discussed, so they're ending the season, I guess, on, on a high, and as they intend to carry on next season, building a little bit of momentum, so yeah, again, Brentford to get another victory here, at decent odds of 7-10. to 10.
1: Yeah, yeah, decent odds, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think you uh, you summarised it well there. To be honest, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a. I think it's a pivotal weekend in the championship. To be honest, I think what we'll be seeing is we'll be seeing automatic promotions sewn up. I think yeah. we'll see relegation sewn up. Um, let's talk about Norwich, four to eleven at home to inconsistent Blackburn. Uh, Blackburn have won four in a row. And Norwich have actually kind of stuttered, haven't they? They've drawn four in a row. Honestly, I'm going to say that it's a little bit of a banana skin to be to be honest. Four to eleven. Um, I just don't think it's worth the price on current form. Forget the fact that Norwich are, are basically promoted, and it could be a bit of a party atmosphere. Um, I just I just don't think I trust them, Tom. To be honest, not at this stage anyway.
0: Um, I think they'll win, but at the price, considering Blackburn's form, I will not be putting them on any
1: bets. That's what I mean. That's what I yeah. mean. I, I agree with you. I could see, you know, no problem Norwich winning this game. Blackburn, nothing to play for, but, you know, drawn the last four games and the opponents as well, drew to Stoke, yeah. drew to Wigan, drew to Reading. It's, it's hardly convincing, is it? And Blackburn, on the other hand, are beating Derby and Forest, um, and then QPR and Bolton. So, yeah, uh, just thought I would get that out there that you know, although we expect them to get the victory, it could be a little bit of a uh, could be a little bit of a banana skin there.
0: Yeah, yeah, draw's not a bad price, four to one for the draw if you do think Norwich will get a fifth draw in a row.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, anything else, or shall we look at League One then now?
1: No, we can move on to League One. Uh, very exciting weekend in the Championship, and apart from the Villa price, perhaps not the best for betting.
0: No. Um, same, well, I think it's it's a damn sight better than what I think League One is, to be honest. It's a bit of a pig of a league for uh, betting this weekend. Lots of kind of crunch ties again towards the top and bottom of the league. FC Wimbledon, Wicker, Macrington, Plymouth. You've also got Rochdale, South End down at the bottom. Uh, Scunthorpe, Bradford. Bradford already relegated, but Scunthorpe really need a victory. And then uh, Sunderland, Portsmouth is a big one at the top of the league. Oh, God, this is pretty tough. Um, anywhere you want to go to first?
1: My God. Not a lot going on, is there? Yeah, interesting games. Again, as you mentioned, the. Uh... The Sunderland-Portsmouth one obviously catches the eye, but it's really tough. Um, I'm swaying. Don't ask me why, but I'm swaying towards Scunthorpe, actually. Um, Scunthorpe at home to Bradford. Um, Mm. If Scunthorpe are going to get out of this at all, it's do or die. You're playing bottom of the league, already relegated uh, Bradford City. You're at home. They haven't won in the last seven profit chasers, so uh, you know don't be don't be running and chucking the mortgage on there, Scunthorpe. But it's just do or die, and I I just think that you know Scunthorpe have got anything about them. They've got to go out. They've got to win this game. Bradford already relegated. They're going to finish bottom. Won three away all season out of twenty-two. I mean, it's it's the biggest opportunity you're going to get, isn't it? Um, concerning thing for Scunthorpe, but haven't hit the back of the net in the last three games. Um, so I know profit chases. You're probably wondering why on earth I'm still talking, uh, but I just think do or die. Four to five for a home team. I think you know uh, Scunthorpe could could get that victory.
0: yep I can uh, definitely see why. Uh, they need to get the win. So yeah, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, I imagine. You know, so I mean. you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we'll touch upon Barnsley-Blackpool. 4-11, uh, to 11, though, for Barnsley. It's not in their hands, but they're two points ahead of Portsmouth. Portsmouth have a game in hand. You know, if Barnsley can get the victory here with Portsmouth playing Sunderland, it's a big opportunity for them to really crank up the pressure on those two sides below them if they can get the victory. Uh, I think they will, but 4-11, to 11, it's not a price, which... Uh, Encourages me to bet on again.
1: Yeah, and Joe, you know what? Barnsley, time of recording, three points off the top of the league. Yeah. So, you know, they'll have their eye on uh, winning the league as well, uh, which leads me on to Luton. Luton have been a bit wobbly recently, just one win in the last four, um, including two draws and a defeat. They go away at Burton. Uh, Burton, up until the last two games, uh, we're actually looking very decent. They lost to Portsmouth which you know is it's standard procedure really. Portsmouth are a very good side. Followed that up with a bit of a strange 3-2 loss to South End. Um obviously Burton in 10th position, you know, maybe perhaps they've got a bit of beach syndrome. Uh Luton are priced at 10 to 11. They are the favorites. I'm just, I'm just not 100% sure about them. And again, it's very similar to Norwich. I, I, although that it's obviously a better price i expect luton to win but i, I don't know if i if i trust them at this stage they, they've they've not exactly been uh, finishing a uh, season with a canter have they
0: no they haven't um, this is going to be a very tough game very very tough game uh, i wouldn't be backing luton on the nose here result market i'm actually be looking at both teams to score in this one uh, it's priced at yeah. 7 to 10 that's probably your best bet here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, I just think, you know, profit chasers should be aware that Luton uh, may be uh, pretty pretty uh, up against it to get a, a victory at least.
0: Yeah. Four out of Luton's last five games have been both teams to score as well. By the way, just the one game, which was when they played a 10-man Accrington when they won 3-0, it uh, hasn't been both teams to score. And for Burton, they have had five of their last six games, both teams to score.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a good shout. Uh, certainly, uh, profit chasers be wary of uh, Luton, despite the fact that they are top of the league.
0: Yeah. Um, one more thing, I think, for me here. I like the look of Oxford. They're priced at 2-1. to one. They're at home to Doncaster. Uh, Oxford have been on... Really good form recently. They've won six out of the last seven games, but just lost one in their last 11. Um, their home form is in particular very good. They've most recently beat Charlton, uh, then, prior to that, Wickham, Bradford, Scunthorpe, Drew with Sunderland, Drew with Barnsley, beat Portsmouth. So they're getting at least a draw, often victories, against some very good sides in this division at home. Uh, they're ending the season very strongly. Doncaster are kind of faltering a little bit. They've lost their last two games. Um, one away at Sunderland, no problem, that's fine. The more worrying one is in midweek, just gone at, at home to Accrington. Uh, so, yeah, kind of stumbling their way towards the playoffs, and this is a very, very tough game. Oxford is probably one of the last places you want to be going at the moment, considering the form they're in, and if you're struggling for a little bit of form.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, Oxford, finishing the season nicely, setting themselves up for a potential outside playoff push for next year. So, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. They've got some nice momentum. And, and uh, remember when I said that one team always goes into the playoffs flying, which mm. looks like it might be Portsmouth or Barnsley, and one of them goes in a little limpy. I think Doncaster might be a limpers if, if yeah. they even make it. Yeah, big time. Um, Oxford, do you remember, not that long ago, maybe three, four months ago, they're at the bottom of this league. Rock I know, crazy. They're crazy. They, they don't want it to end, do they?
0: No, no. If this had another two months on it, they'd be in the playoffs, no problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, setting themselves up. Uh, Reminds me, obviously, just not as extreme, Um, Leicester. Obviously... Mm. You know, got the momentum of uh, of staying up, and then you know, pushed on, didn't they? And did the unthinkable? I'm not saying Oxford are going to win the league next year, but they certainly could carry that momentum on.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, okay, League Two.
1: League Two. Let's have a look at I, League Two then.
0: I've got to tell you, mate. No league pisses me off like League Two does. Jesus oh. Christ. I'm sick oh of seeing teams at the top and at the bottom dropping points. It's like the team's towards the top, so I'm looking at Barry, Mansfield, MK, Dons, and my three big culprits here. Keep dropping points. These automatic promotion spots are so open. They're just there for anybody to just take <laughs> and grab if they could string three wins together. And then none of them are doing it. And that's winding me up. And then at the bottom, Macclesfield, Yeovil, Notts County, if any of those three sides could string two wins together, maybe even just one win in the draw, they're out of it.
1: They're safe. But they both keep oh, they no.
0: will Keep losing.
1: God, you sound annoyed.
0: I am annoyed. <laughs> you sound really annoyed. This is a stage of the season where you at least usually see a couple of teams Put a run together, the ease that either sees them get promoted automatically or escape from relegation trouble, and we're not seeing it anywhere. Yeah. Closest thing you've got <laughs> is this For- season. Forest Green are now in fifth. They're only three points off the bloody automatic promotion places, and a few weeks
1: ago, they were struggling to stay in the playoffs. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. League Two is just is just full of people's bombs falling out, isn't it?
0: Everyone's is right? just in. even even Lincoln, who have just won the league, they've literally won it by default because they've won one of the last five games they're They're only top because nobody else behind them can string two wins together, so that's like ran over um in terms of teams that I fancy
1: to bet on this weekend um <laughs> slim pickings, mate, honestly, it's real only, slim pickings. do you fancy knots team... or not knots against no. Grimsby?
0: No, I can't. Can't do it.
1: <laughs> You're scarred. We've got knots who haven't won in any of the last four, and they haven't won in any of the last six at home against Grimsby. That haven't won any of their last six away. <laughs> you tell me which way that's going to go.
0: Well, this is the thing, right? Um, last weekend, we mentioned this on the show. All three of the bottom sides had games which they were more than capable of getting points out, getting victories out of. And they all drew. Yeah. Like, Notts County away at Crawley, that is an absolutely fantastic opportunity to get three points. Um, They didn't. Now, you're looking at Grimsby, who is shocking. I just, I just don't trust Notts County, yet, especially at the price, three to four, not even evens.
1: Yeah, Rubbish. I know. It's... I know it's hard. It's hard. Um but yeah, it, it's it's a tough one, isn't it, this weekend in League Two. Because as you meant I feel like everyone's on bad form. Yeah. Everyone. There's not one team. I can honestly say there's hardly a single team that's firing on all cylinders. Even Newport and Oldham who haven't lost in their last five games. Still three draws apiece. For them, you ain't got anyone firing on all cylinders. As you mentioned, Forest Green—they're probably your biggest, your biggest kind of on-form team. And lo and behold, who are they playing? Second in the form table, Crew. (laughs) So Mm. you can't even pitch them against someone because they're playing Crew, who have won four of the last six and won their last three games. And they've Crew, Crew are odd, aren't they? They've just sprung into life. No, no real reason for them to do that. They're in thirteenth, but recently they just decided to start playing.
0: Do we look at perhaps Carlisle? Carlisle are currently sitting in ninth. They are two points outside the playoffs. So Exeter occupies seventh place on sixty-six points. Carlisle ninth on sixty-four points. Um, in the last two home games, they have beaten Berry and Lincoln. So. I'm looking at that and thinking, you know, they should, considering that form, at home at least, um, they should be beating Crawley at home. Away, they're shocking. They've lost to nil to Grimsby, Stevenage and Tranmere in the last three away games. But at home, they're beating some of the top sides. Uh, So, four to seven, though, is a crap price for them to beat Crawley. (laughs) It's a rubbish price, but I think they
1: will. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't trust them. I don't trust Carlisle at no. all. To, I mean, you just mentioned, you know, four to seven absolute garbage. That Honestly, I don't want to shortchange the profit chasers because I know they come on the show and they want to listen to, you know, good tips and winning tips and, you know, us to try you know, help them make some money on the weekend. I can honestly say I don't fancy a single team in a single game in League Two.
0: Yeah, I can, I can second that. Honestly, I'd, I, like, I'd, I'd,
1: I'd, I don't want, I don't want people to think we're shortchanging them. What's the point in reading out things that we actually don't think are going to happen?
0: That's right. Because sometimes the best thing to tip is not to have a bet, um, to be sensible, and not just like you say, throw things out there just for the sake of throwing things out there think that's the wrong thing to do. The right thing to do is to say what we actually think, which in my case, maybe Carlisle. Aside from them, the games are a toss-up. Teams are on terrible form. And, you know, we'd just be chancing it, wouldn't we, really?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'd just be reading it out to try to fill the show. So I think the profit chasers would much rather us, you know, be honest and say that the league's an absolute mess (laughs) this weekend. (laughs) That <laughs> it's worth avoiding at all costs
0: yeah I agree again uh, very
1: interesting very interesting just not for gambling
0: that's right yeah very frustrating if you're a fan of one of the teams at the top or the bottom as well surely
1: yeah my god yeah you're just dying for your team to bloody do something aren't yeah,
0: you win, win two in a row jeez come on yeah,
1: that's all you're asking for
0: um Okay, we'll leave that there then, and we'll recap last week's joint bomb-proof treble.
1: Yes, um, so let's have a look at that. It was it was close. It was close. Just a nil-nil let us down in the end. Our team didn't even lose.
0: That's right. So, yeah, Wolves did cost us. That was, unfortunately, the first game. So we had one on the Saturday, which was Wolves. Um, they drew nil-nil at home to Brighton, despite absolutely peppering them and uh, hitting the woodwork
1: twice. Yeah, uh they we also had Villa who as Tom mentioned uh sealed their club record of uh, straight victories with a 1-0 win.
0: And finally we had Derby who left it very late but they did beat Millwall 2-0. So yeah, just <sighs> uh
1: just the Wolves Custas. Yeah. Yeah. Wolves against spineless Brighton. Yeah. Pointless, Brian. Uh So, yeah, very, very disappointing. But, you know, we are back to a normal schedule. We have all the odds. So it's a new opportunity this weekend. So if you are new to the show and you're wondering what on earth a bomb-proof treble is, this is the part of the show where me and Tom put together all of our knowledge, research, and general insight into a couple of trebles. So we will tip what we think are going to win. Uh, we recommend just putting on what you can afford to lose. Hopefully, by the time Sunday comes around, you can send us all your winning bet slips, and hopefully we've helped you uh, win a bit of cash. So we're going to do something a little bit different this week. We're going to go for two trebles. So we're going to call it the glass half full or the glass half empty trebles. Okay, so depending on what kind of person you are, is going to kind of um, deviate which treble you're going to go for. We've got a safety treble, and we've got a treble that is, well, not safe at all, to be honest. Um, So we're going to read out. First of all, we're going to read out the safety treble. So we still think these teams will win, and it still returns a decent price, uh, but there's just an essence of caution with this one.
0: So... The first team we're going to pick in this treble is Brentford away at Bolton, priced at seven to ten.
1: We're also going to pick Barnsley, they're at home to Blackpool, and they're priced at four to eleven.
0: And finally, West Brom at
1: home to Rotherham, priced at four to seven. So that treble pays two point seven to one. So for your tenner, you're going to get thirty-seven back. Beautiful.
0: Yep. Not bad. Beautiful. Not you sure
1: treble your back. money. Yeah, yeah, lovely, nice and safe. So if you'd like to live on the wild side, Profit Chasers, we have got a treble for you. We are confident that this is the highest-paying treble in the Football Betting Podcast history. It's been going for two years now, and we think this is the biggest one we've ever constructed. However, I would like to say that we think it's going to win. We haven't just thrown together all these big prices and – you know, try to suck people in with a massive bet that's not going to win. Uh, we actually think this is going to win, don't we?
0: I think it's got good chances. I, w- I would say it's um it's not bomb-proof as such, but uh, it's definitely got chances.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, I, I think it's going to win. Yeah. I, yeah. I, just, I agree with every single tip, and we read every single tip out. All we're doing is putting three tips together. That's yep. it. That's the beauty of a travel. So first of all, what we're going to do is we're going to go for Villa. So Villa are away at Leeds, as we discussed, and they are a massive four to one. And we're also going to go for Newcastle away at
0: Brighton, priced at five to two.
1: And we're going to go for Oxford. That Oxford are at home to Doncaster, and they're, price- they're priced at two to one meaning that this treble pays 51.5 to 1. So your tenner wow. is going to return you, what, 520 quid?
0: 525 pounds of a ten. Wow. Book wow. you some off wow. in the days.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Imagine. I, I want to see bet slips galore if, if, if you back this and it comes in. Profit chasers. I would love that.
0: The beauty of it, right? We read it out. You only need to put like two quid on just to see if it wins and you get over a hundred quid back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you don't want to lob on a tenner, like it's an absolute lunatic, then just put two quid on. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Because
0: you never know. It's worth it. You never know.
1: Um, let's have a look then. It, it's kind of um, it's crunch time in the Premier League. For the teams involved, but it's also crunch time for fantasy football, we haven't mentioned this for a week or so. So yes. uh, we're going to re- we're going to revisit it now and give you a quick update because it's getting real tight now, really tight.
0: Yeah. So uh, the leader, Chris Hindle with Chindles Champs, is still at the top. You know, we've just got a few more game weeks, guys. If you want to catch him, but it's not looking likely now. He's sixty three points ahead. Uh, Daniel O'Reilly. Yeah. John Wibberley, Daniel Atkinson, Boogil Braith, Paddy Kearney. They're the top six. Uh, but, yes, yeah, it's, it's Chris's to lose. If he loses this, this will be spectacular.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, absolutely spectacular. So, uh, winner obviously wins a £20 free bet courtesy of the Football Betting Podcast. So, that's up for grabs. Uh, big shout out to uh, mine and Tom's very, 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 very dear friend, Joe Hegarty. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic to see him down in a hundred and seventh out of a hundred eleven players. Um, honestly, nothing has made me happier in my life than to see that. Uh, where are you, apart Tom?
0: From, apart from me seeing uh, you still on the second page,
1: mate, I'm happy. Makes, I've had a good season.
0: No,
1: I've good, had a good, good. season, me.
0: You had a bloody awful season. Who are you kidding?
1: No, <laughs> I had a good. Mate, I was absolute. Uh, I thought I was going to finish bottom 10, which means I wouldn't have been able to play next year I got relegated off my own fancy football league. <laughs> but I survived. Where are you then, big boy?
0: Uh, I'm 16th at the moment.
1: I do, it's funny, isn't it? I don't get those texts anymore. Do you remember when you used to absolutely hammer my my uh, WhatsApp with all these that updates?
0: Was, that was when I was like in 5th and 6th. Now, crap, I'm, I'm washed yeah. up now.
1: Yeah, you are. You've gone bloody quiet. Thank yeah. God. I couldn't, take, I honestly couldn't take it anymore. But, uh, yeah, guys. So, uh, fancy football, a uh, little update there. We'll be doing it again next season as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, if by the way, you want to keep in touch with us after the show. Um, obviously it's 2019. We're on social media. The best way to keep in touch with us is to follow us on Twitter. T underscore FB podcast is our handle. Um, Join us for the the uh, the banter, the bet slips, the transfer news, whatever it is we see and like on the wonderful world of Twitter. Uh, you can yep. also uh, follow us on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash podcasts.
0: And the best thing you can do for us, guys, if you have enjoyed the show, is to rate and review on whatever you are listening to us on. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you could take... I mean, it will serve your time just to give us a quick rating and review. Uh, Really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, absolutely we would. So thank you for your time. Fingers crossed uh, you uh, can capitalize on some trebles, whether you're a glass half full or half empty kind of person. Um, And, yeah, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Cheers, guys. See you again same time next week.